Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. Praise the Lord. Y'all can go down. You can be seated. Uh, to, tonight we are launching our Tuesday nights here in the month of June. Uh, it's going to be a time of, of prayer. We're going to be teaching for a little while tonight, and uh, that's, that's the format we're working towards is to teach it a little bit. Um, that little bit may be, I don't know how long, but we want to talk to you a little bit, then we're going to go into prayer. And tonight I want to talk to you about worship is my weapon. Worship is my, say it with me, worship is my weapon. Just exactly how important is worship, perhaps only heaven will tell how important worship is. But worship adds a weight of worth to God. That's what worship is. Worship adds weight of worth that is rightly due Him. Worship happens when you and I abandon ourselves totally to God. That means we totally trust Him. And then we ascribe that worth or that glory, that weight to Him. Worship and praise demonstrates how much we value God. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the question is, what is your value of God? What is God worth to you? Worship. If we could just kind of break down some points about worship. Worship is to esteem with worth. It is to add honor or weight. It is to place a high value on something, to ascribe credit to God in all things. Somebody said, that's a great job. Receive it and then pass it on to the Lord. Receive it and pass it on to the Lord. Don't keep it. Acknowledge that God is the Lord in all things. Acknowledge God in everything. Give Him thanks perpetually is worship. And worship is, as we said, abandoning ourselves to God. On the other hand, idolatry is when people add worth or give glory, add value to something besides God. Something that belongs to God, something that should be giving worth to God. When we give it to something else, that's an idol. It's idolatry. The major idol that you and I are worshiping, uh, or rather warring against, the main idol that we are warring against today is the worship of self. The idol of self. Paul said it like this, in the last days men would be lovers of their own selves rather than lovers of God. Just as much as Baal, 
just as much as uh, <clears throat> Molech or any other idol in the Old Testament. This is just as much an idol when we ascribe worth to self that is above God. When we say that we give ourself the value, my opinion is the most important opinion, my feeling is the most important feeling, then that becomes self is getting the worth. The psalmist said, give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Worship, add worth if you please to the Lord in the beauty of holiness. I mean, get your Bibles out. Let's go to the book of Psalms just for a few minutes here today. Psalm chapter 27. I love this psalm. It's one of my favorite. I hope it's yours. Psalm 27 and 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Now when you see the word salvation in the Old Testament, that is primarily speaking about somebody that's in need, that needs rescued, delivered, set free, whatever the case may be. So the Lord is my light and my deliverance, my victory, my overcoming power. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Somebody say amen. amen. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war, we're in a war. We are in a war today. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord, to inquire in his temple, and in the time of trouble. Do you believe that we're in a, in a season of trouble? Do you believe that we are in a day of pressure, of stress, of battle, of heartache? Have you been to the pump lately? You know, years ago, we would say, we're going to praise God if gas goes to $5 a gallon. Here we are. We better be praising him. Somebody say, hey, I praise you, Lord. Oh, me. In the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. That speaks of the tabernacle. It's a booth. He'll hide me in his pavilion in the secret, in the secret, in the hiding place of his tabernacle shall he hide me. Amen. I, I know that the, that, the, that the trend is to less church, less prayer, less getting together. But I want to tell you, I want to hide myself in the house of God so I can find me some peace in this turmoil. Then he said in verse 6, And now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies round about me, therefore. Somebody say, therefore, will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Amen. What do we do when fear comes in like a flood? We offer sacrifices of joy. What do we do when the war rises against us? We offer sacrifices of joy. What do we do in the time of trouble? We are to offer up the sacrifices of joy. Amen. The word joy in verse 6 is a very interesting word. And here's what it means. 
to sound the alarm, to shout loud, to blast the alarm for war. It is used, the word is used for a war cry or a battle cry and to also shout for joy. So here's what we've got to do in this time of fear, in this time of trouble. We're going to send out a war cry. And what does that war cry look like? It looks like praise. It looks like a shout of joy. It looks like lifting up my voice and praising God. Amen. We lift up the war cry. We praise. This is how we fight. We do it with loud shouts of joy. Amen. Worship is not just something that is a side part to what we do. It is a part of our weapon. Worship is a weapon to victory. Shout for joy. Amen. I wonder if somebody just for a few minutes would begin to shout for joy. Right where you are. Let a war cry of victory Devil, we're going to win in Jesus' name. I'm not going to be wrestling with fear. I'm not going to be overcome by trouble. But we are going to see victory. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. I, wanna, I want you to look with me at, at a, a powerful, another powerful passage of Scripture. In Psalm 50 and 23. Psalm 50 and 23. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Did I give you that, Sister Ben? I think. Okay. Type it in because it's very important. Amen. If you got your Bible, get it open. Psalm 50, 23. The Bible said, Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me. And to him that ordereth his conversation aright will I show the salvation. Remember what salvation means? Deliverance, rescue, victory. I will show the victory of God. Amen. Who offereth praise? The word praise here is a powerful word that means todah. To lift up your hands and to raise your voice. Amen. It is used of a thanks offering unto the Lord. Uh, uh, Amos, the word is used that he offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving. That's what offering this praise is. To offer up thanksgiving. A confession of thanks. Amen. It's speaking personal words of praise to God. It's the same word that we find in Psalm 100 and verse 4 where it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Offer up the sacrifice of praise. Hallelujah. It is also used as a song of thanksgiving. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Jeremiah said, out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. Ha, that's the shout of joy. Jonah said, I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'll pray 
praise you, Lord, and I'll offer unto you a thanksgiving today. This is how we fight. This is how we fight. We don't fight with Facebook posts. We don't fight with picketing. We don't fight. You may want to do those things. God bless you. God bless you. But here's how we fight. In just a few minutes, we're going to open up our voice with shouts of praise. And praise God. And at the same time, whip the devil. Same time. It is used. Offer up thanksgiving. It's used for a song of thanks. It is also used for a choir of thanksgiving. In Nehemiah, you will find that our, our, our musical group of worshipers that gives thanksgiving, that Nehemiah talks about that, that he appointed two great companies of them that gave thanks. Great companies that gave thanks unto God. Worship involves confession. Amen as well. It's interesting that this word offer thanksgiving means to make a public admission of wrong. A public admission of wrong. We find it in the book of Ezra where Ezra says, Now therefore make confession unto the Lord God of your fathers and do his pleasure and separate yourself from the people of the land. Worship involves my confession that is repentance. That I confess to the Lord. Lord, I know that today I let the enemy get the best of me. But I confess it now. I turn it into thanksgiving. Amen. I'll do what you want me to do. So worship is also pleasing God. It's obeying God. Let me just tell you every day you get up and you begin to live for God. You are setting out a war cry. Every day you thank God. Every day you get up and, and, and you put aside all the things of the flesh and you begin to please the Lord. That's how you fight the devil. That's how you win your battle. Hallelujah. Worship is also holiness, being separate from the people of the land. Those who offer praise, the Bible says, glorifies God. Those who offer this praise glorifies God. Psalm 50 and 23 that we've been studying, amen. Whoso offereth praise glorifies, adds worth, adds value. Worships, amen. Uh, to him that ordered his conversation aright will I show the salvation of, of God. He that orders his path, that orders his, his, his life and his journey and his conduct and his strength, uh, amen. He will set you on a worship and praise, will set you on a path. I'm tired of the devil making us think that worship is just a genre of music. It's just a part of a service. It's just a part of going through the motions here at, at MPC. But I want to tell you, it's a way of life. If the only place I praise God is here, I'm going to get defeated. But if I'll praise Him in the car, if I'll praise Him at my house, if I'll praise Him on the job, if I'll praise Him wherever I go, then I can say I'm pulling out a weapon that the devil can't stop. This verse... If you would put that up, Psalm 50, 23, and leave it up for a minute. This verse is a powerful and yet interesting 
verse of Scripture. Note, I, it, you won't see it here, but if you had your Bible out, if you had your Bible out and was looking at it, you would see that the word his and the word aright are italicized. In your Bible, your King James Bible, the note that the word his and aright are italicized. What does that mean when you see your word in italics? Well, that means that they were not in the original manuscripts, but were added in an attempt to clarify the sentence. If you take out those italicized words, it would read like this. Whoso offereth praise glorifieth me, and to him that ordereth conversation, to him that ordereth conversation, will I show the salvation of God. This verse has been and can be translated to read like this. He who sacrifices thanks offerings honors me and prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of God. What that verse is saying is in essence is telling us that whoever offers praise and glorifies God, they can be at the place where God is setting them up for victory. God is preparing the way for their victory. The supernatural is being set up by praise. Whoever praises God, whoever sings a song, whoever sings with the choir, whoever gives confession to God, whoever prays God, amen, he is saying, I am setting you up, I am preparing the way for the supernatural to happen. And what is that? The salvation of God, the deliverance of God. I will tell you that this generation needs to understand God's already got our deliverance set up for us. God has already got our victory set up for us. All this antichrist culture, all this Babylon culture, God's already got a way. Amen. Whatever that is, it may be a rapture. Oh, praise be to God, but God has already got a path set up for us. So the essence of this verse is that praise and worship sets the stage. For the supernatural victory. You know that. You've seen that. In scripture. How many remember 2 Chronicles 20. When they didn't know what to do. And the Lord said. Appoint singers. Appoint singers. And let them praise the Lord in the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and say. Praise the Lord. For his mercy endureth forever. I believe they shouted it at the top of their lungs. And when they began to sing and to praise, and when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord, listen, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. They came against Judah, and they went out 
praising God and worshiping God. Now they had prayed and they had fasted. Yes, they did. But when they went out, they went out worshiping and praising God. And they didn't have to lift a sword. They didn't have to lift a spear. Mm, let me just tell you, I, I love my guns, but my guns aren't going to save me. Uh-uh, not in this generation that we're in. But I know something that is going to save me. And it's going to start right here like this. With my hands raised and my voice lifted up. And I'm worshiping and praising God. And while I'm doing that, he's setting the stage for the supernatural. He's setting the stage for my victory. He's setting the stage for my deliverance. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet right now. Let me share with you just one more story and a little bit of a second one. And we're going to get into praise and worship and beating the devil back up. I'm going to tell you how to give the devil a black eye. Are you stressed and tired of the devil coming against your mind? Here's something you can give him, give him the what for back here. Woo! Hallelujah! Praise be to God. Everything's going to be all right. Just like that. You know, Jonah disobeyed God, found himself in the belly of a fish. In the belly of the fish, Jonah, the Bible said that Jonah cried out of the belly of hell. Out of the belly of hell, he cried out. He cried out. He said, Lord, you've cast me into the deep. Your billows and your waves have passed over me. Lord, I'm hidden from you. You don't know where I am. The waters have closed in upon me. He said, weeds had wrapped around my neck. Go read. Go read Jonah 2. Jonah 2. Jonah cries out. In verses 1 through 8, he cries out, he prays, and he complains. Anybody ever done that? Anybody? I got two hands up saying, here I am. Uh-huh. I've done that. But if you'll read on. Verse 9 of Jonah 2 and 9. After he complained, after he cried out, after he thought of, talked about the weeds around his neck, can't see, it's dark. Can you imagine? No light, water sloshing all around you. Your body is in a, it, ooh, it had to stink in there. And verse 9, but I will, but I will. Sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. That same word, that offer praise word is there. And I will pay my pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. I'm in this fish, but salvation is of the Lord. I'm in a place that I can't see up from down, but salvation is of the Lord. I am being covered up by all the, 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 the seaweed, amen, but salvation is of the Lord. I don't care what you're going through, how bad it is, how dark it is, how bleak it is. Salvation is of the Lord. Do we believe that today? For eight verses, for eight verses, he, he moaned and complained and prayed. Moaned, complained, and prayed. But in verse 9, he said, but I'm going to offer up a sacrifice of praise in the belly of this fish right here. But look at verse 10. Woo, somebody ready to shout? 
Look at what the Lord does in response, uh, amen, to his, his, his sacrifice of praise. And the Lord spake to the fish. Excuse me. Woo! I said the Lord talked to the fish. Hallelujah, that which had him incarcerated, that which had him in a blind, dark place, the Lord spoke to it. I'm telling you, it's time to praise God and let the Lord talk to the fish. Let the Lord talk to your problem. Let the Lord, come on, come on, let's come in if you would. And let's begin to lift up our voice. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.